Welcome back, Yoga Sutras. Uh, we'll do the same opening chanting, one day Gurunam, and then we're going to do the Vibhuti Pada, third chapter of Yoga Sutras. Uh, we'll repeat everything in phrases so the mouth <coughs> can digest the, the phrases. Anvaya Nidota Parinamaha 
ಅನ್ವಯ ನಿರೋಧ ಪರಿಣಾಮ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಾಹಿಸ್ಕಾರಾಗ್ರತೋಗ್ರತೋ ಕ್ಷಯೋದಯಾಯೋದಯಾಚಿತ್ತಿಪರಿಣಾಮಿಪರಿಣಾಮಿಪರಿಣಾಮಿತ್ತಿಪರಿಣಾಮ ಶಾಂತೋದಿಚಾಪ್ರತ್ಯಾಗ್ರತಾಪರಿಣಾಮ Nirod, from number nine, the last phrase. Nirodha parinamaha, Nirodha parinamaha. From number 11, Chittasya samadhi parinamaha, Chittasya samadhi parinamaha. And the one we just did, number 12, Chittasya ikagrata parinamaha. ಚಿತ್ತೂತೇಂದ್ರಿಯೂತೇಂದ್ರಿಯೂಧರ್ಮಲಕ್ಷಣಾವಸ್ಥ ಧರ್ಮಲಕ್ಷಣಾವಸ್ಥಾಪಿ ಧರ್ಮಾಪಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿಧಾಧಿ
Sarva-bhūta-rutak-jñānam-sarva-bhūta-rutak-jñānam-sarva-bhūta-rutak-jñānam-sarva-bhūta-rutak-jñānam-sarva-bhūta-rutak-jñānam-sarva-bhūta-
analyze yourself and uh, those impulses. Swadhyaya, Ishwara Pradidana. Think about the bigger picture. Don't just think about satisfying your initial short-sighted impulses. For example, uh, you want to make something of your life, your child, for example, right? You want to make something of your life. You can't just play games all the time. You're going to have to study, right? But you want to play games, right? So the impulse, your instinct or your your childlike, your childishness wants to just goof off and be on your phone, play games or be on TikTok or, yeah. But if you invest too much of your precious limited amount of time and energy into the the short-sighted you know, satisfaction of your mm-hmm. impulses, mm-hmm. where are you going to end up? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any qualifications, as they say, right? Yes. What are your qualifications? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kind of uh, yeah. Yeah, vocation or, or degree, you know, mm-hmm. um, Hindi and English. You, know. yeah. uh, <laughs> you have to think about cause and effect, what you're doing. If you just spend your time playing games, then you're not going to make it in the marketplace in the world, in the, comp- in the competitive world. Uh, and let, if you buckle down and you discipline yourself and you develop good study habits and you invest more time studying, then you become something different than if you just spend your time goofing off playing games, right? Uh, so that's the kind of Ishwara Pranidhana. And that's the kind of swadhyaya, right? You reflect about, like, you have this impulse. Mm-hmm. You want to do something, right? I want to just do backbends because I only like backbends. I hate board bends. <laughs> <laughs> and you're crying all day. And you can't sleep at night. And you have, and you have no appetite. <laughs> cause and effect. Cause and effect, right? You think you have to think of cause and effect. Yeah. yeah, the cause of you're not being able to sleep at night, you're doing too many back bends, not enough forward bends, not enough exhale uh, retention, too much inhale. Uh, and then, she sleeps like, very well. Yeah. I just get not everybody's going to respond the same way their body, but the, the other examples probably more, you definitely like. You can, but that happens to me when I first started three minutes. I couldn't sleep. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Sharad says when he was doing the first part of it, third series, he like couldn't eat enough food. All the arm balances, all the strength stuff in the beginning of third series. It's like his mom. He come home and his mom's like couldn't make chapatis for him fast enough. <laughs> He's like, oh, eating, 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 eating from all the the strength stuff. And then and then when he got to the deep back ones, which come next. After after all that, that's right. He had no appetite. He says, oh, yeah. "Wow, yeah, just like nice once he started doing, yeah, just like almost overnight, yeah." So so tapas swadhyaya ishwara panidana. The there's two there's two things that are important from the first chapter and the second chapter that are repeated, and and we're given more information about in the third chapter. So we're not just reviewing for the sake of reviewing. 
because we want to make sure we didn't forget, but we're reviewing because it's, we need to understand the development from, of what we've already been taught by potentially from first chapter and second chapter and what he's teaching us in the third chapter as, as we become more advanced. Mm -hmm. So like Denise said, the first thing she said was pranayama. So, and how, how's, is there a relationship you can remember about pranayama and the third chapter? Do you remember how that, how that, no. Anybody? What's, yeah, so now you're looking to the definition of pranayama. So go ahead, finish. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what I'm asking is the relationship between so because the, of the reproduce, second chapter and the third chapter. Like the second and the pranayama. I'm thinking, the, I don't know the what yeah. is, but I'm thinking the mm. the the miracles would like as so so uh, said miracle uh, uh, like because vibhuti means like yeah. basically yeah yeah so like when uh, you're able to miracles when you're able to control the breath um then then you can control everything right? other things yeah yes then you have so the, that I mean that that's how I can do it yeah that's basically on, you know, on the right track yeah it's, it's going into so tell us give us the the basic uh fundamental definition of pranayama you're in an inhale and exhale same are same quality same length. quality length yeah yeah so there's no so there's no strain in the breathing the breathing is because mm -hmm. you're able to regulate the breathing and keep it even yeah so that's the yeah most fundamental thing to develop while you're doing pranayama and then just like in asana, right? You don't want to strain. You don't want to grasp for, for things. You want to keep your head on level, right? But then you keep learning harder poses, right? Which challenge your ability not to strain. I was just talking with uh, Weiwei about that. Like when she's doing her back bend, it's very hard not to clench her face. She just telling me. So that's good. And so then she has the opportunity to get better at staying relaxed. She's able to develop her relaxation more because something challenges without the challenge, then you're just like a, what do they call it? like a, a ticking time bomb to stress out because you haven't exercised your ability to stay relaxed. You need to put some stress on your ability to stay relaxed in order to strengthen your ability to relax, to, to not stress. So that's so that the thing with pranayama, first you learn how to, what smooth breathing is, mm -hmm. and then you start doing exercises mm -hmm. and you try to keep everything just like you're trying to do in the asana, mm -hmm. not stress. So that you can think clearly and operate your body more efficiently. Mm -hmm. So you, when you have that kind of control of your body and your breath, then um, you have more, more of your soul force behind your awareness because you, you've, you've removed a lot of unconsciousness in yourself mm. by becoming more conscious in your body and, and to some degree more conscious of your behavioral patterns 
right? You're not as unconscious as you used to be. So there's an enormous amount, there's an infinite amount of our infinite soul, right? That we're not conscious of. And in the beginning, it's a lot of, it's behavior patterns. And, you know, we we get angry, you know, we don't understand like uh, why we're getting angry. We just get angry. Uh, we don't understand that we're the one choosing suffering over happiness. Uh, so you have the beginning of the second chapter is this discussion on what bothers you getting more in touch with and understanding the patterns you have developed the habits of being bothered that you've created in yourself and like that that's actually like you're choosing when you when you give in to the habits you're choosing suffering over happiness mm -hmm. and it's up to us to, to to think about and figure out to understand that what's going on, why we're getting bothered. Yeah. Essentially you're choosing the thing you're attached to is more important than your happiness. You're giving up your happiness and taking suffering because the thing you're attached to is more important to you. Yeah. It's basic, simple. I do it. That's how I know. That's how I can explain it. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, Consequential. So, so it potentially doesn't, what he lays out in the first and second chapters, he doesn't deviate from. He doesn't give us a new tech, a new angle on the yoga process. He just develops the same thing and tells us, reiterates, keep doing what you started in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Keep doing, you know, mm -hmm. until you reach the end of the process mm -hmm. where there's no more afflictions, you know, and, and your awareness, you know, there's no more unconsciousness of yourself. You're aware of what you're doing with yourself all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're no longer unconscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The afflictions, you know, it's coming from because you're unconscious of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the basic thing, like Alexis uh, pointed out with the, the fundamental basic quality that qualifies breathing as pranayama is smooth and even, remove the, no strain. So that would correlate with the first chapter, with your mental clarity, that your mind is balanced. Otherwise, if your mind is upset, when your child is upset, you can't explain things to them. Right? What happens when you try to you try to force them to calm down? <laughs> that's a that's a logical thing you're trying to impose on them while they're in a, in a confused state. They can't think logically while they're in a confused state. So it, 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 huh? I leave the situation. Yeah, because if you try to force it, it, it makes it worse, right? So the first thing in the, the first chapter is to begin to get in touch with that quality in yourself when you're more in balance, when you're less in balance, and, and, and 
we all just focus on not trying to understand like why this is happening, but just try to understand how to manage it. If you can manage it, then you'll have the capacity to start to understand. But like with the child, you can't, they can't understand until after they've calmed down. It's the same with us as adults. Yeah. You're not going to be able to solve the issues on your yoga mat or the issues in the home with your family until after you've calmed down. So potentially it's going to give us, right, after he explains in the thir- beginning of the third chapter, he explains a little bit about concentration and he explains how to develop the concentration. Uh, things we, Three things we need to to three areas of, of practice where we want to focus um, that'll, that'll gradually increase our natural tendency to remain focused. Uh, that's number nine, number 11, and number 12, third chapter. Those three sutras, those are the, the nuts and bolts of, of the practice. Uh, and, and they're related to what Patanjali taught us as the definition of practice, number nine, is the same as the definition of practice from the first chapter, which I believe is Sutra uh, uh, 13. Tatra stitao yatnaha abhyasaha. Tatra means there. Right? So what's the first word of this third chapter? Anybody remember? Desha. And what does desha mean? Case. A place, a place. Tatra means there, right? So there, tatra stitao means stable there. That's the place that he we're talking about in the third chapter. Where do you place your attention? Where's your attention placed? Is it like unconsciously in different places, or you know, is are you choosing where to place your attention? You know, for specific effects. So desha, first word of the third chapter. Tatra stitao yatnaha, the effort to remain stable, your attention to remain stable there mm-hmm. in that place that you chose. Mm-hmm. Abhyasaha, that's the definition of abhyasa. Mm-hmm. So in number nine, he says, Yutana nirodha samskara yoho. The the samskaras are either working towards nirodha or they're working towards vitana. Vitana means not behaving, right? Your mind, can, can you relate to that? Like your mind either behaves or it doesn't behave, right? You want it to stay to focused on what you're doing, right? So you can just get your job done because you, you want to be playing games, not doing homework, right? So if I can stay focused, I can get my homework done and then go play games, right? So the better I can focus, the quicker I can get done with my homework and then go play games, right? If your mind is only thinking about like the things, other things while you're trying to do your homework, it takes you 10 times as long, right? And then you have that much less time to go enjoy yourself. So Vyutana, right? The, the misbehaving, the rebellious, quality of the mind there's a some scars that are on that side of the fence and then there's some scars that are on the nirodha side of the fence mm-hmm. you, have, you do have some habit energies that actually help you stay focused mm-hmm. right and what we want to do is we want to increase the nirodha 
habit forces so that our mind has more an easier time a more natural inclination towards staying focused because you're not going to be able to force it sort of yatnaha he does say you know make some effort yatnaha to keep your mind there right so we have to kind of watch the mind and learn to observe the mind and learn to be quicker to catch it when it reverts back to butana like a scattered misbehaving you know doing its own thing you know having dancing to the beat of its own drummer instead of the you know staying with the music uh, and wh- whichever whichever place you you allow your attention to to reside whichever i mean whichever quality you allow your attention to be influenced by those some scars are increasing if so when the more time you allow your mind to spend misbehaving before you rein it back in to what you're supposed to be focused on, the more time you're making more, you're, you're reinforcing those yeah. qualities. So the quicker you get, the more alert, the more conscious you become of yourself, right? the easier it becomes to start bringing your mind in. It's like when you try to do backbends and you're stiff, it's so hard. But if you keep working at it, working at it, you start to get a little more flexible. And it seems like impossible to make any progress in the beginning for a long time, you know. But eventually, if you can get your hands and your feet closer together, it's not nearly as hard because the angles, the mechanics of the pose have crossed over a threshold between like you're really struggling against your own weight trying to lift up because you're too flat, right? When you want to push up, but your arms are are too horizontal. So the effort to push is like, it's not really going in the right direction. You want to push up and you're pushing horizontally because you're too stiff. So it's, it, it seems like you can't make any progress, but you, and for a long time, but slowly, slowly, like if you think back like a year and a half ago, like it's, it actually is easier than it used to be. <laughs> and then at some point, if you, if you're able, if you're lucky enough to make enough progress, it gets where the angles, you know, then all your effort is, is channeled towards making progress. Whereas in the beginning, all your effort is, it's kind of, you're struggling against yourself. So we have the same, the same thing. I mean, some people they're born with a more, uh, with a stronger inclination to, to stay focused. Some people are born with a mind that's very, you know, very unstable. Mm. And that, that's one of the ways they, they look at, that's the main thing that in a measure from a traditional yoga perspective, like where you're at in the evolutionary scale, mm. how stable is your mind? Like the, like the um, constitution, like the Vata Pitta? That's uh, like the that affects the stability. That's kind of related, yeah. But it's not. But we're not talking about the kapha pitta vata. Whichever elements you're predominantly composed of, you still have to learn how to. You still have to develop the habit of being able to stay focused. So a vata person, right? You might say, "Oh, it's not fair. I'm too vata. Like it's not in my nature." Like. You know, tough luck, you know, that's, you know, that's your nature. When you learn how to control yourself, you know, you're going to have different types of gifts because of the bottom nature in you than the pitta person. 
and the pitta person if they don't know how to control themselves they're exploding you know they're getting you know so everybody has their up their positive when you said like when they're born like that did you mean that or no some people you know the the clarity and the stability of their mind everybody's born at a different you know with a different level one time from the temple yeah the little kid yeah yeah, yeah. You, which one me no changed over years i was picked of the winners i was yeah uh so Sutra 13, right? Uh, tatra stita, uh, from the first chapter, 113. Tatra stita yatnaha abhyasaha. So he already told us we're supposed, we need to, one of the ways to cultivate our meditation capacity, our meditation practice is just pay attention. Basically, is what it boils down to. And then he calls that, that's the, Naroda means you have control of your mind. Mm-hmm. You're able to direct your mind. So that's the transformation, Parinamaha, mm-hmm. of control, mm-hmm. being able to direct your mind, control your mind. As the one goes up, Abhibhava, the other is going, Abhibhava, pra, uh, Abhibhava Prador, Bhav out. As one goes up, one goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need to go over all the books mm-hmm. uh, unless you want want to know anything in here. He's basically saying, uh, Nirodakshana, Nirodakshana, Chitta Anvayaha. You know, we're trying to get the mind to follow those moments, Akshanas, the moments where where it's in the Niroda state. And and when you're, uh, if you can identify the quality, how it feels, or techniques that you use to bring your mind under control, like uh, one of the thing, reasons pranayama is so useful, you start to learn how to operate the breath with the more subtle control. And, and because of your being more subtle, your attention has to be also more stable and more fixed in order to function on a subtler level. And so your attention is becoming, is gradually getting stronger mm-hmm. and under more control through the pranayama practice. Uh, so the, whatever, if it, it's a, I feel, you know, a certain way I feel that you can conjure up or techniques that you use to, to bring yourself under control, it, you, you use those when you notice your mind is going butana. So that, that's what he's saying here. And you try to get the mind to follow those moments. In other words, try to make those moments last longer by concentrating on it. And in number 10, he says, like, you, you do feel different. You do feel better when you're focused, when your mind is not scattered. Right? When it, the suffering comes when your mind deviates from the technique of staying focused. So when you're in the technique, when you're in the feeling, the bhavana, the sentiment, the, the mental uh, disposition of being focused, you feel better. Prashanta vahita samskara. So there's a samskara of, of feeling 
a pleasantness mm. that that's developing in your system also from the effort and the practice of keeping the mind under control. So there's one one other element from the first chapter is uh, Patanjali tells us that yoga is chitta vritti niroda. Remember mm-hmm. that phrase? Everybody knows that phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two. Yeah, one, two. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Sutra one, two. Yoga is chitta vritti niroda. Yoga is chitta vritti niroda. So this state niroda we're talking about from one nine, uh, and that's what he's referring to in one, uh, sorry, three nine, the same niroda. Niroda parinamaha, the transformation of niroda. Uh, try to cultivate niroda samskaras. It's the same thing from 113, the definition of practice that he's talking about. And he says, practice is that effort you make to try to keep your mind stable. Keep it, trying to keep your mind stable, that's niroda, right? You're, you're controlling your, and directing the, your attention. Chittavritti niroda. So, not stopping the mind, but directing, controlling, having a con- conscious, like a muscle, you know, like any other part of your body, you're able to use it consciously for constructive purposes. So, so then he, what does the mind do? It's chit, the vrittis, right? Those are the things the mind does. So you're, controlling the different things the mind is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So the Patanjali gives us a list. He breaks down the vrittis, the, the function the mind does. He breaks it into five components. Mm-hmm. So the first two is what we're going to talk about right now. Mm-hmm. Good use of your attention mm-hmm. and wrong use of your attention. Mm-hmm. That's the first two. So... In Buddhism, I, I love the term that they use, false thinking, mm. in English, the, the Buddhist tradition that I've stud- studied from, they call false thinking. Mm. Uh, so false thinking is the second vritti, pratyaya. Basically, you know, if you have a, any... Most thinking is false thinking. <laughs> Sorry to break the news to you. <laughs> but most most language, you know, thoughts, talking to yourself in your head, most of it is, is just preventing you from being more efficient. It's not actually enhancing your efficiency. So that's how you that's how you're gonna measure like is it false thinking or is it good thinking? Is it helping to direct my effort to accomplish my my goal my task mm-hmm. or is is it just like some kind of like uh comforting yeah. process i'm going through mm-hmm. yeah i want to explain it to myself mm-hmm. i'll feel better mm-hmm. if i if i come up with an explanation for what i'm doing and you think well it's, i'm thinking about what i'm doing yeah uh and sort of yeah that's better than like talking about to yourself about how you don't like it yeah. or how good you are Mm. Or how horrible, you know, how much better you are than than your I was, other, you know, oh, we do, I do Ashtanga Yoga, I'm so much, 
I'm so superior to those other people who do flow yoga. Vinyasa. Yeah, vinyasa yoga. Thank you, vinyasa, right? I was thinking like, like we have like different gifts. Uh, like for example, one person is gifted in you know seeing all the catching all the details and everything, uh-huh. but like using it for your own path. Yeah. Versus using it to just complain and look around and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be able to, when your mind is engaged in applying what you know, then that's very good. Right? If you're analyzing it and kind of like programming your theories about it, that's medium. That's like medium, you know, because the theories are really not where it's at. Being present and being able to respond in the moment is not based on your theories, although the theories might help like pointing you in the right direction, but then you have to forget your theories and just yeah. respond. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm saying the all thinking is really in essence is false thinking, pratya. but it's, but there's, but it's in different degrees, you know, and we gradually make progress. We don't just all of a sudden one day, you know, <laughs> We're in a state. Like Sattvic and Rajasic, yeah. maybe. Or Samasic, maybe. The Sattvic would be like that you're, you're using your, your mind, your faculties for a beneficial purpose, yeah. a more efficient purpose. Which is more acceptable than the. Uh, Rajasic would be like that uh, you have the energy to do it in the first place. If you, a hero is Sattvic and Rajas. Oh. If without the rajas, he's not a hero. Yes, he's just true. a peaceful person. Yes. <laughs> that's not causing any problems for anybody. But he's not helping anybody either. Yeah. Other than, you know, maybe... Spreading his peace. Spreading his peace, yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker, uh, who's the guy, Harry Potter. They're very rajasic people. That's why they're so beneficial yeah. in the world. Because they're, 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 their energy, their rajas, is that is governed by sattva. Yeah. So they're doing altruistic. They're risking their own well-being for a larger purpose beyond just themselves. Harry Potter was constantly risking, you know, being expelled from school to try to uh, get at, like, who's the the evil? Where's this evil force coming from? That's undermining. Yeah. So he was always putting himself at risk. And breaking rules. And Krishna was breaking so many rules. You do. Yeah, in the context of all things that happen is either past or future. Yeah, so even when you're when you're coming up with a brilliant theory about how you execute your triangle or your jump back or you know, mm-hmm. I got I'm so smart. Look at the way I understand how to do this. That's just you're 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 regurgitating the past yourself and you're putting it in a very you know, well organized, very well engineered package for yourself that that impresses yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you said. It's not you. 
that and during that time that you're doing that, you're not being present with what's actually transpiring in mm-hmm. the reality of the moment right now. Mm-hmm. So, but it's but it's not like you do still you want to learn how to use how to think properly. Logic is still a good thing to to train your mind to do to think logically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is not you don't just like get rid of all your thinking processes because they're false thinking. Learn how to think properly and then learn how to use your thinking processes in more timely manner so so you can execute better. Recognize, you know, that the the thinking is the less you think, the more present you are unless you're sleeping and going unconscious, which is another possibility, right? So if you're, if you're, um, what's it called? Kappa. If you're kappa, right? That's the, the downside of the kappa is the stable mind becomes a dull mind. Yeah. They don't, they don't cognize anything. Oh my goodness. You're saying I'm kappa. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I am. She's not very kappa. She's very vata, actually. Oh, really? The size of the the size is not coming from kappa so much. It's coming from vata. What's vata? So vata. she doesn't have any irregular irregular stuff going so on in her body. Vata, vata is air and space. So if you have a container, and if the container is small, you can put a lot. You put a little teeny bit of air in a small container, the air will immediately expand to fill up the size of the container. So the thing about air, right? So air can become large or small. A vata person can be skinny or big. Like air. The air can fit. You can compress a lot of air into a small container. You can put a little bit of air in a large container. Either way, the air is going to it's going to conform to the size of the container. Mm-hmm. Air is very, it's mutable. Kappa oh, is earth and water. So what is Dwayne's air? I'm air? Yeah, that's why you like to talk a lot. From the vata. That's, <laughs> oh, that's vata. Yeah, talking. Yeah, that's a vata. Chatty, a chatty person. Kappa is not talking. Yes. Kappa is very, very quiet. Talk, like very. Kappa person very is calm, calm, yeah. slower. Maybe they have a hard time, like motivating. Who is this? My husband. Nobody, nobody <laughs> around here. Example, yeah. <laughs> like he, he, none of us. He rushes very slowly. Oh. A little, yeah, probably right of this group here. Yeah. I'd have to say Alexis has yeah. the most kappa. Yeah. yeah. So the the. The dip challenge for a cup of person is the, the upside of the cup of person is more stable and calmer. Uh, and good stamina. And, and good stamina, yeah. But the downside is. Uh, slow understanding. It could be slow understanding. Yeah. <laughs> <You're not laughs> but yeah I was going to say. I don't understand it, but never forgets. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But never forgets. Yeah. Stable. Um, yeah. And they might have a difficult time getting up out of the couch and, so I, and getting I, I motivated am, to do something. And, and yeah, kapavata. Yeah. 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 
for sure. <laughs> that, not so, not too much pitta. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's pitta now. <laughs> it's, it's a little it's a little difficult to pin it down because we all have a mixture of all the elements. We all have some pitta yeah. that we, we are here right now, yeah. right? So to learn. Uh, Tatiana, you have anything to chime in on? You've been so polite and gracious to <laughs> hang out there. So let's let's get through uh, the next two. So of the five vrittis, just to summarize what we just did, right? The first two are using your mind constructively, and then and then not using your mind constructively, allowing your mind you know, to have thoughts. And it, it's not really black and white necessarily. Sometimes it might seem black and white. I'm thinking logically. Uh, I'm perceiving. Perception is the first uh, type of using your mind properly that Patanjali mentions, perception. Perception, we could argue, is the only truly proper uh, way of using the mind perception yeah but uh but then the other two are you can learn useful things from from another source like a teacher or a youtube video or fox news or or usa today whichever side of the fence you like to be on uh, you know or some alternative news source pbs or <laughs> they call it agama Agama means a reliable source, reliable testimony, usually they say. So it really includes scriptures. Like we're getting, we're referring to the Yoga Sutras, right? That's a reliable, we hope. It's reliable <laughs> testimony. It's an Agama. How do you spell it? Long A? Gama. G A M A. Agama. And then, uh, and the other one, yeah, uh, long, uh, means come. Agama means, literally means coming. But in this context, it means like information that came to you from an external source. So a teacher, a friend, you know, uh, uh, a book that you trust. Yeah, gamaya means going. Agama means coming. Gama, go. Agama, come. Oh, so the negatives are the same. No, not, not. Agama. A long. It's an enhancer. A short A is a negative. Okay. A long A is an, is an increaser. Oh, okay. A, a multiplier. Okay. Makes it more. Oh. So Agama is come. Gamma is go. That's not a negative. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is, is logical thinking. So these are the types of pramana, uh, proper thinking, proper mental functioning, logic, uh, gathering information, you know, that you trust, uh, and and perception. Perception is at the top of the hierarchy. Logic is second. Right? So you verify stuff you learn from other sources. You verify it through logic and perception. Mm -hmm. 
So, so perception. perception is like aware. Huh? It's the same. Yeah, yeah. Like from the senses, you you feel right. Is it? Is it? Yeah, right? you, you can't. If you had no senses, you wouldn't have anything there would be no connection to, to the to the outside you world become aware yeah. through the senses yeah so perception is number one uh logic is number two and testimony other sources of information is number three that's weird how is it weird like you're like as if your perception is always correct you're well, there could be a defect in your senses. Yeah, I mean, not, but, not in terms of but, defect, uh, like the, but the, like the perception. It's, the, it's the, the processing of the senses where the most of the defect comes from. Yes, that's what I mean. The way you understand what you're perceiving. Yeah. So that's that's the, you know, the logical. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. But when you're in a, when you're, when you enter into the way, as they say, Right when you enter into dhyana, mm -hmm. it's it's less about how you understand it and just how you respond to it, not a thought process about how you understand what you're perceiving. But like and that's the way like the cells in your body function that way. Like how does your mouth know what enzymes to, mm -hmm. to secrete? Mm -hmm. Because oh, it perceives. Your, your body perceives what you've put in your mouth and it responds appropriately with the right enzymes. There's no thought process. That's when, when you can enter into that state and you just know what to do. And not a thought process. Whenever you're doing something, you know, like a, that's action, like, uh, sports you know or you're balancing in your handstand are you processing every little micro movement you're doing in the handstand or you're just being present and you're responding this is not mystical it's just when you're when you try to get out of your head and, and into that state like that's where you get into problems but when you just let yeah, it happen it's not a problem the there's that's why i, I yeah yeah so this, so the second, um, tool that we have for cultivating mm -hmm. our, our mind stability is Sarva Artata Ekagrata Yoho Chayodayao Chittasya Samadhi Parinama, uh, Sarva Artata. Sarvartata. Mm. That means doing everything. Mm. Ekagrata, 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 ekagrata. One tip means one means two. single, single pointed. Like so actually, this ta at the end means nest. So having the quality of doing everything, or having the quality of being single-minded. Mm. So your mind is trying to. Or your lifestyle, you're trying to do too many things. Or you're multitasking all the time. And you haven't learned how to just like stay focused on one thing. If you, you know, when you master yourself, of course you can multitask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in, 
it's like before you stretch your body apart, you should learn how to hold it together first. That's my sincere recommendation. <laughs> first learn how to hold it together before you try to stretch it apart. So when you're stretching it open, you're holding it together afterwards. So before multitasking. Yeah. Huh? Before, before multitasking. Can somebody translate? Before multitasking. Before multitasking. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like first, first learn your bandhas, and then, yeah. and then, and then, and then, and then go ahead and yeah, stretch yourself into those crazy gnarly shapes. Yeah. We call awesomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, much healthier. You know, then your stability actually increases. Once you once you you're bunda focused, then the more challenging things you try to you develop the ability to do, the more stable you become. Versus if you do it the other way, you try to learn all these poses and then all when I'm older, when I'm more mature in my practice, that then I'll get around to learning Mulabunda. Right? Yeah, so many problems come up that you don't know how to solve. Um so same thing with our attention, right? You, if you can develop, focus on developing the ability to, to just stay focused on what you're doing. Uh, but I think larger than that, because we kind of already touched that in Yutani Nirota Samskara, right? That's basically what he's saying here. So I think what he's really talking about here is the your your life being overextended mm. or 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 simplifying your life down to what you can manage well mm -hmm. not and not getting overextended to where it, it becomes like a, a thing that keeps you scattered mm -hmm. keeps your energy from being able to settle mm -hmm. and be grounded mm -hmm. right if you if you if you live a monast in a monastery if, if you live in a monastery it's yeah, very easy, easy right? Yeah, you don't, you never leave the beyond the walls of the of the ashram or the monastery, right? So easy to become grounded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then as soon as you go home for the weekend with your family, you find out like, oh, I'm not as enlightened as I thought I was. Yeah, that, that, that's why, that's <laughs> I was why. so calm at the monastery and I, I'm so upset <laughs> around my family. <laughs> That's why Guruji says, go and we get married and do the seven series, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seven series means ah, having series. means having kids. It's yeah, yeah, a stronger like joke. Yeah, it's not a it's not a real <laughs> classification. It's a joke. But yeah. But what but what he means is that as much harder. Yeah. You know, it's much more real mm -hmm. test of your yeah. of your inner peace and your ability to stay calm and focused. Uh, uh, so here he calls this samadhi parinamaha. Right? If you if you stay within the limits of what you can remain balanced with, the amount of responsibilities you have. Which I mean, of course, once you have responsibilities, you can't just renounce your responsibilities. Uh, that's not. That's going to cause other. <laughs> obstacles but but when you're young you know if it, and you have the luxury you know you're building your life up 
this is the way it's he's recommending and and maybe you you have all the luxury to go on retreat mm-hmm. right where then you can um, exercise a more focused lifestyle mm-hmm. for a short period of time mm-hmm. when you come to the yoga mm-hmm. studio right that's why one of the reasons you like coming here aside from the community mm-hmm. you like like all your other responsibilities are on hold until you're done. I mean, some people have responsibilities where it requires them to, to pay attention to their phone. You know, that's, that's okay. You know, they're doing it because it's a responsibility mm-hmm. and taking care of your, being able to uh, set aside your, your love for your practice to take care of your responsibilities is also a good way to help purify your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah uh because that's a selfless thing mm-hmm. right? i would rather be focused on my practice mm-hmm. but these things need me yeah. my attention mm-hmm. so i'll give up my mm-hmm. my pleasure of practice a little bit to take care of these things that's uh mm-hmm. that's a heart purifying attitude mm-hmm. uh and i'll praise lily <laughs> you know for for demonstrating her willingness to give up her practice I know she's attached to her practice. She comes every day and, yeah. and I watch her practice. She likes to do her own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she has three friends yeah. that she quick, she's not coming in the morning on Tuesday and Thursday yeah. to escort her friends here to yeah. make sure. Yeah. yeah. To turn her friend on. And, and, uh, when, when I, when I was pointing it out to her, like her response was, was perfect. Her response was, you know, I I want them to do yoga because I really believe it's good for them for it's mm-hmm. good, that it's that it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because she believes it's helpful, you know, she's giving up her own practice mm-hmm. in the morning yeah. to bring her friends in the evening. Mm-hmm. I was like, so that's so good. That's so good. Bodhisattva. Why? Why that's so yoga. Morning, she, she can't come both times just to work, right? Oh, that's why. Oh. I don't know if she can't come or if she's just, you know, she once is enough. Time. She has to manage her time. Oh, yeah. She told you that? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Thinking. You're just guessing. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You have only 24 hours. You can't be doing yoga yeah. for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you becoming less selfish. Self, becoming more selfish. <laughs> and then the, the, the last thing he says, the last... Um, Oh, that's why she's not coming yeah. lately. Yeah, oh. they leave like uh, they're gonna she's come. They're gonna come tonight and oh. then tonight, tomorrow. Sorry, oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, they came last night. Oh, yesterday. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then they were gonna come Friday, and I I just remembered that Friday is a Monday, so I didn't. Mm. Yeah, when they said that last night, yeah, mm. to get uh, one more their five classes in, they oh. signed up for five classes. Really. Uh, yeah, Katya was also meant to come on Friday. So, Tatap Punaha, again, Tatap Punaha. So, Patanjali is gonna reiterating, like, straight up, Tatap Punaha, again, you need to keep doing Kriya Yoga, basically, is what he's talking about here. Shan, Tatap Puna, Shan, Toritao. Tulya Pratyao Chittasyai Kagrata Parinamaha. So this is uh, the thing that's going to enable you to become one-pointed. Yeah. Right. The other things, right, um, you, you, you make an effort to stay focused, 
That's the first and for, foremost thing, the definition of practice, make that effort practice, try to stay focused. Mm. Second thing, no, uh, number three, 11, uh, try not to be too scattered in your life. Try to keep your, your, your lifestyle, your life uh, routine down to something that's manageable for you. Watch your, your threshold of how balanced you're able to maintain yourself. And try to stay within the realm, you know, how much activities you have within the realm of uh, how balanced you're able to maintain yourself. Uh, and then the third thing, right? But those things are going to improve your, your concentration. Mm-hmm. But, but if you still have, you still have a lot of unconscious behaviors, mm-hmm. other that are, in a different category, like based on your preferences, what you like and don't like, what you're afraid of, what you're not afraid of. Those things are are still there causing vrittis Mm. to come up while you're staying focused. So, tatat punaha, keep doing kriya yoga, Mm. keep doing ashtanga yoga, Mm. keep doing your asana, your pranayama, Mm. uh, keep studying your yamas, your niyamas, keep uh, analyzing what's driving you What's compelling you to, to act? Tataf mm. punaha. Uh, shanta means uh, what's settling and what's what's like <clears throat> in your subconscious, what's settled, what's your history. Shanta means like it's settled, it's tranquil. Mm. So you're... Shanti shanta? Shanta, yeah. Same word as shanti. Shanta. So... Mm. You're, you have a lot of some scars that are lying at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> they're settled. They're, they're being peaceful right now. Yeah. <laughs> we need to keep, you know, we need to train ourselves so that when they arise, Udita, you don't react to them. Yeah. You, you, you're, you, abs- you notice them yeah. before they catch hold of you mm-hmm. and propel you into behaviors unconsciously right so shanta urita means what's arising mm. so of the of all that infinitude of some scars that you've created generated and accumulated over the eons and eons and eons that you've been evolving from a microbe to a to a dog to a human right uh <laughs> the the different things come up right and how you respond to them yeah. is also another type of habit mm-hmm. you develop the habit of remaining observe observer right? that's why they're talking about in meditation just observe your mind don't try to control your mind mm-hmm. because stuff is going to always come up there's never going to be a point where things do not come up but if you can reach the point where you remain the observer doesn't matter what comes up. You're just observing. And your identity has become the observer, not the things that are coming up. If your identity becomes the observer, you're no longer the, the things that are coming up, which is the way we normally function. We identify as the feelings and the thoughts and the craziness that arises, the udita, uh, then, then it's always going to 
move you away from being able to maintain that single pointed focus. But so once you, so, so the, the Kriya yoga, the purification of your heart is really the only way to obtain, to reach that one pointedness. And so no matter how much stuff continues to come up because you're alive, you're alive. There's, there's, you have karma. There's no, there's no way to not have karma. There's only a way to quit being identified with the karma. Yeah. So then your mind can become stable. Ekagrita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just keep, and that, that's, he's going to tell us again at the end of, towards the very end of the third chapter, he's going to say, Vairagya, Vairagya. I told you once, I'm going to tell you again, Vairagya, Vairagya. Uh, and that'd be another good subject to go over. Yeah. yeah, from the first chapter, what, what he says about Vairagya. Because uh, we had <clears throat> one guy, Mike, he's like, man, I practiced this Vairagya in my life. It's so depressing. <laughs> I'm just giving up things all the time. Like, yeah. that doesn't make, I don't understand. There's something I'm missing, right? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's something missing, yeah. When it leads to depression, because you're giving up things. Yeah. Because you think uh, to have a desire is bad. Yeah. So vairagya, the sorry, vairagya means uh, renunciation. So I'm giving up, you know, things all the time. Mm-hmm. If you give up, give up. It mean not come to practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we, we don't have time to talk about it today, but we can bring it up um, and talk about it a little bit because it's related to how we how we make this process of kriya yoga purify our hearts. Uh, uh, a, a, a more authentic process, mm-hmm. you know, where there's joy. The joy is increasing instead of decreasing. Right. Yeah. If the joy is decreasing, uh, you're missing something. Yeah. You're not understanding properly. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you very much for joining. Let's do Mangala Mantra and then we sign off. Swasti Prajabya Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahin Mahishaha Go Brahmanebya Shivamastunityam Lokaha Samastaha Sukino Bhavantu Shanti 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 Hari Om Tat Sat Krishna Panamastu. Uh, let me say one thing. Uh, the next section from 13 up to 16, if you guys want to read that between now and next week, and, uh, and if you have any questions about any of the vocabulary, up, up to uh, the section we just did up to number 12. Uh, you can ask next time. Otherwise, we're going to go through the next section more or less quickly because it's too technical to be very important for us right now. Uh, after that, it becomes practically 
more practical and very fascinatingly practical. Yeah. Dynamite chapter, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> I love well. the third City? chapter. City? Yeah. When we get to this list from 17 on to like up to like 35 or something. Oh, it's uh or more or 40 or something. Yeah. It's quite a long, extensive practical list of, of things. So to help us with the Kriya Yoga process. So that's where we want to spend our time. Yeah, to understand the different things to meditate on to help us become less unconscious, more conscious, yeah, better understand ourselves. So you can read, yeah, from 13 to 16. Uh, it's probably confusing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We want to spend a lot of time on it. Thank you. Bye-bye.